The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mile Rate. Looking back at the Melton program last night and also update you on the Pale Face uh, Adios uh, Stakes as the last lead-up before the Chariots of Fire in uh, Sydney. Uh, but it was a wonderful story that emerged out of uh, Melton last night and uh, it really brought back the clock. In the feature event, it was the Elderberry Park, the Night Pistol. And as I say, good morning to Rob Orber. Um, to have uh, Plymouth Chubb win with the same combination of, uh, of Karen Manning and, and Peter Manning uh, as, uh, as Night Pistol, I thought was a wonderful, wonderful uh, thread through last night's program, Rob. Uh, it was a very special one. A uh, very good morning to you, Dan. Uh, hopefully you obviously survived the night, which is great to see. How's Hobart treating you? Yeah, Hobart's terrific, mate. It was a warm day down here yesterday and uh, looking forward to their uh, Thoroughbred Cup day today. You've got a big day uh, ahead of you with uh, with the coverage from RSN as well. Uh, look, it was a very special uh, night last night, Dan, as you mentioned, with uh, Karen Manning and Peter Manning saluting with Plymouth Chubb to take out the Aldebaran Park, the night pistol. Uh, we caught up with Karen on Trot's Vision earlier uh, in the evening and just talked about night pistol and, and what he meant to, to her uh, and the journey this wonderful trotter took her to uh, to, to Europe and the way Plymouth Chubb won the night pistol, who's to say that he might be the next one that she might be heading overseas with some time uh, in, the, in the next few years? Yeah, no, no doubt about that, uh, Rob. We might have a listen now to the way Plymouth Chubb took out the Group 2 Elderberry Park, the night pistol. They work their way to the 400 metre marker and it's Majestic Man still in front of metre. Aldebaran Zeus is pouring the pressure on. He's under a drive but he's responding. Three deep Plymouth Chubb. Behind the leader Sleepy. Mufasa Metro. Sundon's Courage held up. 28-5 the back straight quarter. In the night pistol. Majestic Man. Down the outside Plymouth Chubb for Peter and Karen Manning. Along the inside is Sleepy. Plymouth Chubb and the Mannings for the night pistol. Plymouth Chubb has beaten Sleepy third, well, close. Keza, we spoke to you earlier on. You said you shed a tear watching the replays of Night Pistol this afternoon. Did that win just bring a little tear to your eye with Plymouth Chubb winning the Night Pistol? Sure did, Robbie. Yeah, certainly um, meant a lot, actually. It's, it's a fabulous um, that I could win that race and... And have even more memories of Night Pistol. And the the connection, uh, your, your father and yourself, uh, you know, Dad's, uh, you know, he's been a bit of a hard taskmaster over the years, uh, but just that, that embrace uh, at the finish, uh, it meant a lot to him as it meant a lot to you. It did, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he never shows much emotion, Dad, but he, he loves this horse and, um, you know, he's he's done such a great job with him to get him back from injury and, you know, backing him up from last week, um, it probably the runs probably did him good actually he might have got a little bit of weight off him and um he felt good he felt a bit up the back though i thought i was in trouble but um pulled the plugs and he actually picked the bit up again and and uh charged down the outside i i did think sleepy was going to get me up the inside but um to the horse's credit he he battled on really well oh yeah fantastic uh, story lachlan mcintosh calling last night and and robbers uh, Karen had suggested, I, I sent her a message last night, I couldn't help it, I thought it was such a wonderful story watching here, I felt like a, a parochial Victorian, yet they're all you know, people uh, that I admire and, and uh, deal with every week, but just that thread, that story with Karen, and, and, and she sent me a message saying how emotional it was for her, and I just thought it was wonderful. 
Oh, it was. Uh, it was just a special story. I mean, this horse here, he's uh, he's special. There's no question about that. That was his 29th start, 18th win. He's won 340,000 to date. And when you consider he's just a, a an early, virtually early four-year-old racing against some pretty seasoned horses. A, a bit over a year ago. Yeah, and you know he um, he was able. You know, look, let's face it. He he won a heat of the Great Southern Star. He wasn't far away in the final uh, as a four-year-old. So it really sort of indicates that you know over the next couple of years, this horse here uh, has got lots to look forward to. I mean, he returned a mile rate of one fifty-seven five last night. Majestic Man was able to find the front. I thought he was well rated in front by Brad Williamson. He gave the horse every chance. He wasn't good enough at the finish, but they went a lead time of 45 30.6, 30.5. So it was a controlled tempo, and they certainly then put the foot to the floor, 28.5 down the back, 28.7 home, and uh, Majestic Man was joined uh, by uh, Aldebaran Zoo Sleep. He had a good trip on the on the leader's back. Plymouth Chubb was out three wide, and he just kept coming Plymouth Chubb and he, he was pulling away I think a few of the other runners may have felt a little bit of the effects of uh, the two runs of the Great Southern Star but Plymouth Chubb certainly didn't, he, he actually improved on his run uh, from the previous week to winning last night it was a great effort. Sleepy, really brave again, racing well, this horse. Uh, Majestic Man, third. Mufasa Metro just probably hung in a little bit. He, he was still a nice run. He came from back in the field. Albert Baron Zeus, again, honest as always, just uh, got exposed a fair way from home. And Sundon's Courage went overall. And Olivici was a disappointing uh, trotter. He galloped at the start and just put, put pay to any hope he ever had. So all honours to Plymouth Chubb. Great story around the uh, the night pistol with uh, Peter Manning and Karen Manning. And, and she was emotional and so was Peter and it meant a lot to them and good on them, they've done a great job with the horse. Indeed they have. Uh, Rob, we'll go back to race number two and it was So What who'd been bursting to uh, win a race unfortunately uh, to the detriment of you because your horse Monomia uh, ran second but ran so well so it's So What winning the high gain pace race two. And over no run, Bonning Bell, then Jillaby Willow, Norm's Lady held up. 28-2 was the back straight quarter, top of the straight. The mare's gun for the judge, and on the outside, so what? Got to Rikiro Rebel. Down the outside, Monomere with Jillaby Willow. It's still so what in front with 50 to go. Monomere's up to second, but so what? So what wins it, Monomere second. Bonning Bell flew through. Congratulations in taking out the second race for tonight for uh, Lance Justice and our good friend John Hawke. Uh, she's been going so well. She deserved this win in town. Uh, she's been running some outstanding races against good quality horses and it was a perfect drive. Well done. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, I'm so happy to get that win. It feels like it's been a long time coming, but she definitely deserved it tonight. Well, you had, uh, I think, Mick Bellman, he was trying to flush you out a bit early, but uh, you kept sitting in there for us, uh, Jackie. And, uh, look, you know, she came into this race uh, out of the class form race, uh, and she's been, you know, rock hard for this. And uh, as we talked about, like, she's a great sit and sprint mare, but she seems to be getting a bit tougher where she can do a little bit more work a bit further away from home. Yeah, I definitely think she's best if you try and sit sprinter as long as possible. She's really quick. Um, but, yeah, I think racing against these better horses in better quality fields has definitely toughened her up a little bit more too. Jackie Barker there with us. So what um, starting favourite, Rob Monomia, a second up from a bit of a break, uh, very good. And you actually had two horses in the race, also uh, La Belle Bijou. 
Oh, look, uh, look! I think the winner uh, thoroughly deserved the win, so what? Uh, she's much-deserved winner. She's been racing so well for such a long time and, uh, you know, seeing her compete at metropolitan level and just continue to be knocking on a door for a, for another win and, and that uh, that win was much-deserved. Uh, Diane Giles did a fantastic job with her team uh, and Lance, of course, uh, partner, and, and they both uh, got their teams going well, but this mare, uh, it was a special win uh, for Diane and Robbie Morola, Johnny Hawke, he was their trackside and you could see how happy he was with Sammy Godino. So good win to so what. Monomia second, uh, good effort second up. She'll continue to improve. Bonnie Bell didn't have a lot of luck finishing third, hit the line well from the inside. Rikiro Rebel led in the race, just couldn't finish it off. Gillaby Willow was a really good run. I'd be I'd be black booking Gillaby Willow. Uh, went back to last and, and hit the line really well. So uh, good effort there. They went a mile rate of 153.2. Lead time was seven seconds, 28.2, 29.6, 28.3. 3 and 27-9, but uh, so what? A much-deserved win. Well done to Jackie, who's... Uh, Jackie Barker, just an amazing driver, and, and she did a great job last night. Rob, we'll look at the uh, fifth event on the card. I must admit I was stunned when I saw the final prize for uh, for Bulletproof Boy. Race that looked right up his alley here, and with uh, Scotty uh, Ewan, he, he took out another race, the fifth last night at Melton. Max Delight, he's shaken up as he approaches the home turn. Into clear air, what's up, sunshine? In plenty of time, he's about to issue the challenge to the favourite. Max Delight's running on empty. Going up to him, what's up, sunshine? Bulletproof Boy Supreme Dominators getting home hard. Max Delight could find no more. It's Bulletproof Boy going up to what's up, sunshine? Supreme Dominator charging late. Bulletproof Boy. Bulletproof Boy has beaten Supreme Dominator, who hit the line hard first up. Third was what's up, sunshine? You've done a great job looking after this horse. Uh, I know we've spoken about it many times. He loves the short course races. Uh, he's still racing with enormous uh, great zest, and he proved that tonight. That was his 145th start, and uh, age is not wearing him at all, Scott. No, no. He's, I mean, luckily he's been a shit sprinter all his life, so he's. Um, I think they last a lot longer as a rule, as a racehorse. Um, and, yeah, just, um, you know, he got... Shuffled out a bit in um, in the sprints, and um, and this year in the sprints were a lot harder, I believe, than last year when he won them. Even so, um, yeah, he's um, on you today. Uh, coming back to the 17:50, which gives him time to settle and then make a run down the back with um, with the seating. Scott, you and their trainer driver of the old Marvel Bulletproof Boy, and he got out to eight dollars fifty in the end, Rob. Yeah, look, uh, he's just a, an amazing horse, and, and you know, Scott, you and take a bow. I mean, he's done a fantastic job with his horse. I mean, uh, he's managed him so well. He's looked after him. I mean, he spoke, you know, on the interview last night. You know, obviously, sit and sprint type horses do last a little bit longer. They're not getting, you know, uh, hurt as much uh, in as far as having hard runs. And and this horse here, he just sits back. He just comes with a run, but he, he's tough as well. I mean, he's still got. He had to sustain a long run from a fair bait. Fair way back in the field. It was a mile rate of 152.6 last night, 6.9 lead time, 28.2, 28.9, 27.8, and 28.5 home. So some really slick sectionals there, and just a great win. Uh, this eight year old, he's had 145 starts, and um, yeah, there's more wins still in store for him. Don't ever uh, write him off. Supreme Dominator, I thought was terrific. He was driven. Uh, cold last night, didn't come out of the gate, sat with uh, a sit, but really savaged the line. I think it would have really pleased Joe Pace and James Herbertson last night. I thought it was a great effort. What's up, Sunshine Led, handed up to Max Delight, had its chance in the straight. 
finishing third. Max Delight um, led. You know, he worked at the front, uh, looked probably disappointing on face value. He was scoped and, and found to have a, a few little slight uh, slight mucus there. So uh, he's been stood down based on the vet's uh, examination. And, uh, look, yeah, those four horses sort of broke away, but all honours to Bulletproof Boy, and I think he can black book Supreme Dominator. Great run last night. And the race six on the card. Jellyby Dynamite's been in terrific form. So has the Lee Stable. Lockie Cook had the drive. At them from the back, a bunched up field 30.5 and 28.6 for the opening half of the mile and the leader is still Jillaby Dynamite narrowly, Halliver on the outside was keen to park, over on the inside, waiting that run, Radius has had a good trip, three wide Curly James just stalled on his run, four wide Captain Belisario, five wide Better Call Me's come with a big run, Julius Shadow's trying to weave through as they head for home 29.2 was the third quarter Top of the lane, Jillaby Dynamite has held off Halliver coming through Radius, down the outside Curly James, then Captain Belisario Radius, the bolter coming through at Jillaby Dynamite, Jillaby Dynamite's in front though, clinging on, Jillaby Dynamite goes all the way, beats Radius You had a death horse and a horse three wide, still uh, putting some pressure on you. Yeah, thank you Rob um, Nah, the horse, he went terrific and um Mid-race, obviously, we caught a lot of pressure, but, um, yeah, it was, it was OK. It was Keely James out there, and it's probably our uh, main danger. So I knew our horse was uh, going to be tough enough, and he just needed it, um, things to go his way, and he got that, and uh, he was too good. Driver Lockie Cook there, Rob. Uh, Jellyby Dynamite been in terrific form. Yeah, he has been, and really uh, taken by the maturity of Lockie Cook. Uh, he's uh, come from a background uh, not uh, born in harness racing. He's been uh, he fell in love with the sport. Uh, Margley's taken him under his uh, un- under her wing, and you know he, this guy he's, he's only had what forty one drives or so, and and you can just see how much he's learnt in such a short time. I, I like the way he doesn't panic. He, he has horses travelling well, and. Yeah, it's a real kudos to Lockie. I think he's got a really big future in the game and uh, congratulations to the whole team down there. Jillaby Dynamite was able to lead throughout a 155.2 mile rate, 44.5 lead time, 30.5, 28.6. It was a really slick second quarter. Curly James made a move three wide. Halliver was in the breeze and... John Justice elected to hold the breeze, so the, the three of them were, were at it a fair way from home, and uh, Lockie Cook just was able to put the brakes on down the back, 29-3 to give him a breather for that last kick in a straight, 27-5 home. It was a good effort. Radius sat behind the leader for Taylor French, who had a good night last night. Curly James was outstanding. He was three wide for the good part of uh, 1,200 metres, and he did a good job to run third, and Halliver, who, who, who held the, the, the deaf chair, battled on really strongly into fourth placing, so so uh, 155 to mile rate, some really good runs out of the race. I certainly think, you know, Curly James was, was clearly the, the run of the race. Captain Belisario thought he was a little bit disappointing last night. Better call me neither and really came on at the finish. But Jillaby Dynamite proving too strong. Rob, back to the first on the card. Mr. Perfect started favourite, carved out a bit of time too in the end. 
A very fast tempo, which we thought may happen. Old Boston's a, a free, free-going type pacer. Uh, they went a mile rate of 151.9 here, and Mr. Perfect, who was driven perfectly by uh, Mark Pitt in the one-out, one-back trial, he made his move at the right time, and he just sprinted away for a really strong win. Seven seconds lead time, 27-7 that first quarter, 28-5 the second, 29-4 the third quarter, and 27 the final quarter. So 151.9 mile rate. Mr. Perfect winning the race. He won by 10.5 metres, defeating Bide Our Time, who ran on from back in the field. Uh, they were clearly uh, well and truly ahead of the rest. Montana Storm, who had his first run over from Tasmania, uh, into third spot ahead of Lombo Heaven and Mr. Massenon. But Mr. Perfect uh, was just too good. And uh, on that win last night, there's more wins in store for him. OK, across to race number three, Rob and, and Hatchback appreciated just that little bit of a drop back in class. Yeah, good drive uh, by Taylor French. Uh, there was a little bit of speed. We thought Majestic Chick would get he- headed off at the start. Ended up paying four back to pegs, which was a terrible position to be in for Greg Sugars. Uh, Royal Charlotte led in the race, uh, handed up to Hatchback, and uh, once Hatchback found the lead, he's a, a really good horse uh, that, that runs uh, good tempos out in front. Mile rate of 159.8. Lead time 45-2, was a controlled tempo, 29-5 the third quarter, 28-5 home. And Hatchback doing uh, the job for Taylor French, who picked up the drive, she drove it superbly. Royal Charlotte, much improved run, she seems to be getting uh, bit by bit back into form. Majestic Chick was unlucky, Savage the line into third spot. Gaelic Glad finishing fourth in the race, but... Uh, Good win by Hatchback. I think uh, the Black Book is Majestic Chick. Certainly worth following, and the win's very very close to this horse. And in the uh, fourth event, uh, it was Tripod who was able to break through. Yeah, good effort uh, to, for Ozzy Mifsud. Uh, there was a bit of emotion after the race. Uh, you know, his brother-in-law, Graham Wilson, who I believe is very ill. Uh, you know, we, we certainly pass on our, uh, our, our, our thoughts to, to the family. And uh, Graham, as you know, uh, son of Darkie Wilson, one of the great legends of harness racing. And Graham, uh, not well in, in health. And, and again, we, we, our thoughts are there with the family. But it was a nice win for Tripod, leading throughout a mile rate of 157.2. 7.5 lead time, 28.7, 30.7, 29.7 and 28.6 home. He won by 14 metres as a dominant win. Defeating Dell's Destiny, who ran on really nicely for Anne-Marie Conroy. Namoska honest as normal, third. Chinsky, fourth. Champagne, Charlie, fifth. But Tripod just proving far too good last night. And uh, Outlaw Man, uh, he's, uh, he knows how to win a race, Rob, and he was able to do it again. Um, what's that, seven of his last eight now, this former Kiwi? Yeah, yeah, six in a row, seven of his last eight, and uh, well done to Andy and Jordan Leadham. I said to him last night, uh, there's always a bit of pressure when you're jumping on a horse that's won, uh, you know, uh, what, six in a row, uh, and and you've got to keep winning, and and he did that, and he did it well. He rated him beautifully, uh, 157.7, 45.6 lead time, 30.8, 30.6, 29.2, 27.6 home. He defeated Aussie Playboy, Magic Mike, both ran well. Finn Frost was the eye run of the race uh, into fourth or be fifth but the black booker is Finn Frost but well done to out, Outlaw Man just keeps getting the job done it was a very good win last night and uh, the uh, second last on the program uh, the former Kiwi Ultimate Missile was favourite uh, new stable $2.20 but it was uh, Ready to Rock uh, who was able to uh, 
uh, to get up and win and complete a really good night, a, a training double for John Justice. Yeah, really strong win by Ready to Rock. He's had the horse now for uh, for, for a short time and he seems to be getting better all the time. Mile rate 155.4, 6.8 lead time, 28.8, 30.2, 28.7 and 28.8 home and he just uh, just out toughed him at the finish ready to rock Kendi's butterfly huge run there for Paul Parsons uh, she's ready to win Jackie Barker took the drive there Black Book uh, Kendi's butterfly she'll be winning very soon Lottie Moon didn't have the best of luck either for AJ and Bo Tindale who celebrated his birthday yesterday Greg Sugars drove and uh, ultimate missile into fourth after sitting in the breeze uh, he should be improved by that run an operative line wasn't too far away but uh, ready to rock uh, the the winner of the race and uh, it was a good effort and great night for John Justice. And the last event on the program, it was taken out by Horta Cam, uh, Matt Craven, who was in uh, Sydney and he had a good night there because we'll get to the race that he was able to win uh, in just a moment. But uh, Horta Cam, a four-year-old, he was actually one of the adversaries of Plymouth Chubb throughout most of their uh, two- and three-year-old racing careers. Yeah, that's right, and uh, yeah, I look forward to talking about those races at Menangle last night, but Horta Cam, uh, as you said, he, he was chasing home uh, Plymouth Chubb, he's been chasing home Cravash Dior, I sort of mentioned on Trot's Vision, that's the form line you want to be on, uh, 159.1 mile rate, 7.2, 27.9, and 30.9, and he was well driven by Glenn Craven, who's just in outstanding form, 1-1, he just made his run at the right time, just just grabbed Kyvali Piero, who uh, had a margin and, and Hordekam dived at him but was really good in second spot and Imperial Wiz who uh, gave him a bit of a push last night on Trot's vision he'd run a cheeky race and he did he, he ran third got beaten a half neck but it was a good good effort for Danny Mullen and Carnera into fourth placing but Hordekam proving too good there was a lot of Victorian representation uh, at Menangle last night but uh, most eyes I think were on the group three Codina Chicken Farms Pale Face Adios Stakes the first four qualified through to next week's Chariots of Fire and uh, there was uh, many Victorians in the race half the field virtually and Catch a Wave started the favourite cages and narrowly the leader is can't find a better man again joined by he's Charlie's Angel waiting on the runners he's a son of a gun and then came Rip who's poised to pounce although working around the outside of it in turn to put it in a pocket as interest free as this leader starts to yield and takes Rip with it although it's trying to get into the clear and right to the outside is catch a wave as they bunch on the turn and he goes full bore on the leader it kicks away it's can't find a better man four meters in front in hot pursuit now is he's a son of a gun they were followed by invitation only. Up on the inside, the boulder, Mr. I beat the rip roams home. And further out is catch away. But here's he's a son of a gun moving up. Hits the lead. He's a son of a gun. He's a son of a gun beats can't find a better man camera for the third. Yeah, he's a son of a gun. Matt Craven as trainer driver getting through it. Did you see um, an improvement in him? His last run was sort of his best, wasn't it? Behind Captain Ravishing, I thought. And... He stepped it up another notch and just reminded us of how good a horse he is. He's a son of a gun, Rob. Yeah, there's probably two parts to this story. I think we'll talk about he's son of a gun firstly. Last night, uh, yeah, terrific. Uh, he, he loves Menangle. He's proven to, to race well there. He recorded a mile rate of 150.7. He sat behind, uh, can't find a better man. Uh, 26.9, 28.6, 28.4, 26.8 home. And, uh, he, you know, he, he was terrific. Uh, defeating can't find a better man who uh, who was brave, invitation only. Also was a nice run. And fourth home was Catch a Wave, who was... Uh, 
uh, force wide on the track. Uh, that was his first run at Menangle, and we see quite often horses first run take a little bit of a while to adjust. He, he will have adjusted by that. He'll be improved by that run going into next week. I think the second part to this story was uh, you go back seven days earlier, he's son of a gun, chased home Captain Ravishing. He got beaten 21 metres behind Captain Ravishing. Last night at Melton, Captain Ravishing went 150.9. He's son of a gun who ran second behind Captain Ravishing goes to Menangle and goes 150.7 and he was beaten, what, over 20 metres by Captain Ravishing. What is Captain Ravishing going to do at Menangle? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to think of that. You'd think on a, on a reasonable night he's uh, safely going to go under 150 and that's with his own doing, even if he's set in the death rob. He's a 147 horse just, just, just straight off, Dan. I think, yeah. you know, uh, it's three seconds you can take off pretty much uh, as, a, as a clear margin. And, and, you know, he's son of a gun, as I said. He got beaten 20 metres. He's still gone to Menangle, at, you know, last last night, 150.7. So there's no reason why Captain Ravishing is not going to get down to that. It's 147 around that mark. Yeah, and look, another scary thing is too, um, watching Captain Ravishing last week, he had improvement in him. He was there, I'd say he had two lengths natural improvement just because of his fitness. He was fit enough, quite obviously, but there was room for improvement, which was uh, evident to me. And I reckon that whatever he does in the Chariots of Fire, he'll have another length or two up his sleeve as indeed if he heads on towards the, the Miracle Mile. And I think that's so exciting for harness racing. Yeah, look, I'm I'm expecting a, a new uh, Australian record to be set at Menangle by Captain Ravishing over the next few weeks. All right, we might uh, might have to work out if we can get up there, my friend. Uh, look, uh, as I said, with the Victorian representation, Bondi Lockdown has not trained uh, in Victoria anymore, but he was back in winning form, and he, he beat uh, Torrid Saints in the open class race. Yeah, really good run by Bondi Lockdown. He put the riding on the wall last start, and he was terrific again last night. He's he's coming good at the right time. Uh, Belinda and Luke are doing a great job with him, and uh, he's had a few little issues, hence why Aaron sent him there and Aaron Dunn, and, you know, it's, it's starting to pay dividends, uh, and I think he's going to be, you know, coming to the fore at the right time. 150.5 was the mile rate there, 26.7, 29.5, 27.6, and 26.7 home. Torrid Saint, terrific run. Uh, it was a great effort. He's... He was just fantastic. Yeah, he was indeed. Thanks, uh, Rob. Uh, Kilmore Racing uh, today, 4.45, the uh, first event on the uh, the program there. Well, next week we'll be reviewing uh, all the action from Melton, but also the Chariots of Fire and, uh, and Captain Ravishing. Looking forward to the week, Rob. Yeah, happy harnessing, everyone. Kilmore today. We look forward to it. Thank you.